Welcome to the Board and GE Podcast, and now with your hosts, Uncle Tuck and G-Jones. What's going on, everybody? It's your man, um, Tuck here, got Jarrell here, and I got our special guest, Melissa L. Carr. Melissa, how you doing, dear? I'm doing great. How are you today, Tucker? Good, good. Now, for the people, you know, that's uh, on the podcast, they may not be familiar with all our guests, so I take a moment and want the guests to kind of like... Tell us a little bit about yourself, like where you're from and everything like that. So go ahead and if you could share a little bit about yourself, that'd be great. Sure. So um, first and foremost, Tucker, I want to thank you and Jarrell for having me here today. And yeah. um, my, of course, you said my name. I'm Melissa Carr. And I, I currently reside in, I've actually spent the last 40 some years in, in Delaware. I'm currently a resident of Newcastle County. Um, I was born and raised down in Lower Delaware, but like I said, I spent about 20 plus years here in the Newcastle County area. Okay. And I am a published author, yay! Um, so I, thank you, thank you very much. And so I add that entrepreneur title to my, um, my, my title because you know, I'm, I'm actually, this has become a business for me. Okay, now tell us a little bit about your book. Sure, sure. So my book is called Transforming Trauma, How You Can Turn Your Pain Into Power. And, you know, a lot of times people are like, trauma and power, how do you do that? How can you transform trauma into power? And, and that's where I dig a little deep into my book and because of the stigma around trauma and people getting stuck in trauma, thinking that the world is over once you experience, because of course, Trauma is inevitable. We're all going to go through some sort of trauma in our lives. What It may look different, but we all will go through it. So in my book, I share my toolkit of how my personal story, and then I, I also share stories of other individuals, just like you and I, that have gone through um, health issues, divorce, death by suicide, and just share their stories and how they've come out on the other side of that trauma. And, and like I said, primarily with me, what makes my book unique is because Myself as the author, I share my own personal story, my own personal experience, and what I did to help me push forward to get to the other side and not get stuck in that trauma. Okay, great. Wow. Now, prior to your book, did you ever think that you'd be sharing your trauma in order to help others? Absolutely not. <clears throat> I I'm going to be totally honest with you here. Absolutely not, because... You know, I'm a very, I'm very private person. Um, so I've always kept, you know, my personal business personal, you know, that's, that's the way I thought, but I've always been someone that has always had a passion for helping people. So no wonder God told me, you know, how to put this together and go ahead and share my story and how I could help other people. And how I did that was I had to become vulnerable. So it, I, I, I made myself a little vulnerable and to share with people you know, because let like people see, because a lot of times people look at you and say, what do you mean you're going through something? You don't look like what you're going through. And thank God I don't look like what I'm going through because every single day I do go through, right? However, like I, I, I like to talk about in this, in my book and my toolkit of how, what I did to help me come up out of that dark space. So to, to answer that question, no, absolutely not. I'll say it again. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Now, at what stage did you realize you wanted to become an author or did that just, did it just happen? So I, I tell you, I'll share this with you. 
Mm. I've never had a desire to write a book ever. Really? And in fact, I'm not even an avid reader. I don't read. I have, I've, I've read a lot more now because I had to do a lot of research to yeah. put that book out there to the world. So it caused me, it, it required me to do a lot of research, but I never had a desire. It was what happened was about in 2019, the summer of 2019 to be exact, I was spending a lot of time sitting out on my deck, you know, just thinking. And you know how we, when you, when you get still, you know, sometimes God will get you still. And that's what he did to me in um, April of 2019. He got me still. He sat me down. And, and when I say he sat me down and got me still, basically what happened was is I, I, I became disabled. And so that meant being disabled, I was not able to work. After working for 19 years for a Fortune 500 corporation, I was no longer able to work. So with that being said, as I'm sitting there, he whispered to me, you know, literally, I mean, God speaks to us and sometimes we don't listen, but in this case, I did listen and I'm so glad I did. But he spoke to me at the time saying, you know, I want you to help my people. And I didn't quite understand what that meant at the time. Mm -hmm. And then an idea of book, because I was sitting there always documenting my journey. I, I, and I encourage anyone, document your journey because that's what I was doing. And that was a very helpful for me. I documented my journey, still not knowing where I was going, but I was documenting. And when I say documenting, just simple making notes. So, because a lot of times when we say documenting, that seems like a big word. I was just right. making notes, putting notes in my phone and, um, you know, in my journals, just making notes of different things as the days would go by. And from that experience there, once he told me, I thought, well, I have no clue of how I'm going to do this. I don't know how to write a book. I don't even know where to get started. And it was December of, no, no, I'm sorry, January of 2021 that I encountered a family friend named Debbie, who she actually introduced me to someone that went through a book, book creators program. And she introduced me to Jocelyn, who had just published her own book the prior year, The Power of the Black Vote. And um, so she said she wanted to pay it forward. So, hey, if you're, if you're really serious about it, let me connect you with her. So we got connected and that's how the journey started. But I had no intentions of writing a book, never had. Wow, and, and and now look at you, you're a published author, but let me ask you, um, are you self-published and or are you self-published or did you went through a publishing company and how hard was it to get to that point of being published? Yeah, so I get really excited about this because I actually I'm not self-published. I went mm -hmm. through a publishing company. And like I was mentioning, um Jocelyn who um introduced me, I had to basically you know, go through an interview with the professor. He actually is a professor from Georgetown University. Um, his name is Professor Eric Custer. I went through his book creators class. So I interviewed with him. Once I did that interview, I was accepted into the program. So I went through the program. Um, it's about 11 weeks of, you know, his instructions of technique and structure, of course. And, and for me, that's exactly what I needed was structure because I, once I, in the summer of 2019, when I knew that I wanted to write a book, Mm -hmm. didn't know how I was going to do it. One of my girlfriends, I, you know, she was trying to help me. She gave me a book. Well, me, I need structure. And I knew that I needed structure. I'm a very structured person. So I, um, the class was amazing. It was a book creators class, which then in turn partnered us with, um, new degree press, which is a publishing company. Mm -hmm. So I was, I was, um, partnered with that publishing company after I went through my writing experience. And I I'll tell you, to get into the program, like once you interviewed and you had to apply yourself because writing a book is not an easy task. 
just like they say, I don't mean to sound cliche, if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. Right. It is not an easy task, but what it does require, and it, but you can do it, as you can see, months later in the same year, I am a published author. Um, but what it required was determination. And basically I just had a passion and I had a passion to tell my story. I had a story to tell and I had a passion to tell that story. So that helped me along with the structure and using techniques. So um, Professor K Custer, he provided the techniques in this program. You had to pick up and you know, pick up where, however you picked up. So for me, I was having a challenge in the beginning because like I said, it's no easy task. I was having a challenge because I was like, I, I, I'm, I don't know if it's just me, but I'm not picking up here. So I started writing in topics, right? He was teaching, you know, in different stories because we, we, write, we write stories and we bring them together, right? So I was like, okay, well, I started writing in topics. So I had all these self-help topics in mind that I wanted to use and I wanted to, you know, put in the book. So I started writing in topics, which unbeknownst to me later would turn into my chapters and I just had to flesh them out. So that, it, it was all God. I'm telling you, it was all God because he just basically put me, he told me, be obedient, follow his instructions. He placed me in that class because I didn't share this part, but the class was, I was three weeks behind because it had already started by the time I learned about it, but I was still accepted in. I was able to catch up and move forward. And then, like I said, it was all God's, you know, his, his steps. He, he was ordering my steps for me. And it was, and, and, and to answer your question about the content, mm -hmm. basically, um, like I said, I was documenting. That's why I, I shared earlier on. It's very important to document your journey because I did a lot on social media, especially Facebook. So I even had a private Facebook group and I was mm -hmm. documenting, documenting there. I was making, creating videos, didn't know why, but I was just doing all these things. So I was able to in turn use that content for the content in my book. Okay. Cool. Ooh, I have a quick I'm, question. I'm, I'm, I'm just curious. Um, between sure. finding the structure and uh, the technical piece of writing versus the, the vulnerable piece of actually cutting yourself and kind of really kind of getting into the, the, the grid of you, which one was more difficult, right? Just because you're embarking in something different with writing a book, something completely new. On the other side, you're pouring your heart out. Right? So which was harder for you? Which was right. more difficult? So that's a great question, um, Jarrell, and it's very important to share here too, because in order for me to pour my heart out, I had to make sure that I was healed, right? So I couldn't just walk into this writing journey without being healed. So that's why I say everything came at a perfect time because all the work that I share, the toolkit that I share, I was doing all this work leading up to me writing this book. Again, didn't know I was writing a book, but I was putting in the work to help me, to take care of me, because that was what most was most important to me. So to answer that, once I started writing, yes, there was a time that there were triggers, things that I would write that would set off a trigger because, you know, trauma is, in, there. Um, you're gonna have triggers that are induced by your trauma, right? right. So what um, those things happen, but it was more of like victory to me than being in that dark space of where I was when it first happened to me, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so did I fully answer your question? Oh yeah, definitely. 100%. Okay. Just because when I wrote my book, I, you go through a lot of the same things um, about tapping into yourself. 
right? And you do have to be kind yes. of already fully healed, like you said, to be able to convey the message clearly without it getting stuck in your head. So you have to already have worked through some things to get it, which, you know, to me, it's not as hard to, to pour it out until, like, once you get past that part, right? Because you'll start looking That's at it right. like, how am I going to do this? You start questioning, so how's it going to go? Right. I don't even know. And then you start pouring it, and it's like, you know what? I'm good with this. This is the point. This is the message. That's right. This is the good part. That's right. And, and, you know, also and to add to that, Jarrell, for the audience, you know, out here, um, it's very therapeutic. It was therapeutic. Even though the triggers would come up, it was still therapeutic. And, therapeutic, and it was also a reminder to me, like, I, I'm really feeling good. You know, I'm feeling good because I'm able to do this because there was a time that I couldn't do those things. I couldn't write out. I couldn't even stand the sight of certain things or the anything that would trigger me would, you know, emote, I would feel like a pit in my stomach emotionally. I, I mean, I'm not going to say I would, you know, break out into tears, but I would feel emotional on the inside. Um, so yeah, so it was very, very therapeutic in, in the writing um, journey as well. Word. Yeah, man, because uh, I'm glad Jarrell took the helm on that because, like, you know, I, I'm a reader. I'm not an author, at least not yet. Jarrell thinks somewhere down the line I'll become one. You know, with all the stuff I've been through and everything. But um, speaking of stuff that you've Absolutely. been through, was there any particular issue that happened to you that you just knew had to be in the book? This had to be in the book. Yes. So this <clears throat> this took me a while. In fact, this is probably going to be the first time I've actually shared it through my verbally through my journey of like podcasts or any type of interview. Um, but yes. So. A lot of times people, I, I think I kind of mentioned this, but people look at you like, you know, you're just, you just live a perfect life that, you know, cause, but there's no such thing as a perfect life, right? We right. all go through trials and tribulations, right? So yes, when indeed. people look at me, a lot of times I get it, I get it all the time. You know, people, they, they stereotype or they, you, you don't look like, what do you mean? Uh, or they think that nothing's wrong with you because you don't look like it. Like, what is it? What is that supposed to look like? What is trauma supposed to look like? Right? So with that being said, I shared my actual, what happened to me that got me to this place, to writing a book. And basically I'll share, I worked for a Fortune 500 corporation. I was in corporate America and I, I went out on a medical leave. So an approved medical leave. So I was on short-term disability. And while I was out, I was out just a little under um, five months, just a little over four months I was out and I was preparing myself for surgery because that was what was going to get me better. At least that's what the doctors told me, you know, mm -hmm. um, at least we, you know, you, I would get to a place where I could get back the quality of my life and get back to my job because I love my job so much. So that's what I, I was aiming to do. Right. So right. I had to draw that out because a lot of times people get caught up into things and we forget about ourselves. Right. So I was right. forgetting about me. I was more so concerned about getting back to the job when in turn, Within a couple of weeks after I made the decision of getting my surgery, I received a letter at home from my job, basically firing me because I was not able to get back to work in a timely manner, right? So just imagine that devastation, humiliation, because I worked for this corporation for 19 years, never, never, never a problem employee, no attendance issues. I was a rising star. I was a success, circle of success nomination, nominated employee. And I name all those things not to, you know, boast or anything, but to let you know that it doesn't matter who you are. 
trauma doesn't have a respective person. It doesn't matter you, but what does matter is that, you know, we, we, I, I, and I want to help you in my book because that's why this was very important to get into my book, to let people see all the accolades that I just kind of mentioned. And that's not even all of them, but there's more listed in the book, but just to name them to see that it doesn't matter. So you, 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 you have to be able to have a work-life balance. I didn't, I didn't, my, my job was my life. I didn't have a balance. I, the job needed me. Right. And, and so many words I've been told that, that they needed me. Right. So in my mind, mentally, they needed me. So I needed to get back to work to get to this job. Whereas, like I said, at the end of the day, guess what? I was no longer any good. My last day work was my last day worked. I was fired by the company. So I, I, it's important for me to get that out to people to see that it's important to take care of yourself. At the end of the day, you must take care of yourself because had I taken better care of myself, I wouldn't have been in the, possibly wouldn't have been in the medical situation that I'm in. Right. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. And, and I could definitely attest to that, that, you know, you have to find your worth and you have to find that work-life balance it is imperative because these companies will replace you at a drop of a dime, no matter how many plaques, awards, certificates, trips, or whatever they put you on, or how much pizza they feed you, you are replaceable. That's right. You are definitely replaceable. That's right. Jarrell laughing because I threw that pizza remark in there. He's like, you always got to throw yeah, that pizza listen, in there. Listen, we, we all know the times when, listen, you wasn't going to go, or wasn't that, or you shouldn't have been. That's what it was. Right, you shouldn't have did that little bit of extra overtime or being salary. You you owe you well over your forty. You you probably at like sixty to eight, eighty. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But you know what? We're gonna go ahead and get some pizza today. We're gonna settle it down. We're gonna do what we gotta do. Go fuck alone. For That's the company. Right. That company about business. Okay, that company is about <laughs> business. Yep. That people talk to right. all fine and dandy like free hugs. It sounds warm and ooh. Guess what? Nah, nah, nah. Business. Okay. <laughs> If other things they feel like might not be, then you can go. I don't care how good you are, how nice you are. You can be the greatest employee in the world. <laughs> bye bye. Absolutely. You gotta take care of you. Absolutely. That's all that is. And 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 at the end of the day, I mean, and, and like I said, I mean, I can, I, I'm proof. I am I, when I share my story, it's in the story. It it, it does not matter, and 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 you know, it it just does not matter. It, it it's there. It's in it's in my it's in my book, um, transforming trauma. How you can turn your pain into power. Wow. Now let me uh let me ask this. Your book's been out for a while now. What kind of feedback you've been getting on this? I mean, I'm quite sure a lot of people could relate to it because, like I said, we all have had some sort of trauma. But for you to share your situation to help inspire people to get them to that next level, I know somebody had to give you some good feedback on this. Yes, the, the, actually, the feedback has been amazing. I published on December 20th of 2021. So that was my publication date. And that's the date that went up and onto Amazon. Um, and I've been getting amazing feedback and a lot of the feedback has been kind of what you said. It's, it's relatable. I was fully transparent and that made the reader feel, um, like they were being, you know, that they could, um, they were, they were able to relate because I was being very transparent. 
it, it made it easy for them to read and understand and see it from another person's perspective and see that, oh, okay, I can do this too. You know, so that was amazing um, to hear those different things. And also, um, the, the I, can, I can give you some examples because I have like at least about now, like I said, I published on the 20th of December of 2021, and I have about 12 reviews already, five-star reviews um, on the book. So I, I'm going to give you a little snapshot of a couple that I have currently. Oh, please do. Please and, do. Sure, sure. Um, so helpful, powerful, and healing a healing tool. This book is amazing from the very beginning. The author is very transparent, which makes it easier to take in the words of wisdom and encouragement to help us in our own journeys. You won't be disappointed. I'm looking forward to taking notes from this book to begin my true healing journey from traumatic experiences. Each page speaks volumes to me. I hope you all enjoy. I'd give this book a 10 if I could. Very good read for sure. The, the, another one. Trauma to Triumph, and I love this because in my book, I think in the conclusion, I, I reference to this because that's what that's the, the mission. Because in my book, you, you'll find that I have some um, reflection questions for, mm -hmm. after each chapter and then a worksheet. So I want you to, when, once you start the journey, the journey is to come from trauma to triumph and feel, feel like you can get to that place, you know, because that's what I did. So right. this comment actually from a reader, um, excuse me. Trauma to Triumph, I absolutely love this book. Beautifully written, this book gives personal views on different traumas and how they persevered. I also love seeing the scriptures and data to research more on certain topics. Everyone needs a copy of this book. Everyone experiences trauma. I love you, Melissa Carr. Um, wow. And then here's a third one. This is a must read, bestseller, wow. <laughs> um, this one says, the book was well-written in a very down-to-earth and relatable style. It provides an enlightening perspective on life, circumstance, and how we choose to react to it. The author does a great job at painting an everyday portrait, yet showing you a fresh perspective through colorful, sometimes comical, but always thought-provoking examples, analogies, and stories. I would definitely recommend this book to any and everyone. We all have been through something and we can benefit from a new way of viewing situations. So those were directly from Amazon from readers. Wow, that's seemed like, you know, you sharing your uh, your personal pain and trauma in the book, you know, many have taken away from that on a positive note and perhaps find a way to deal with their, you know, issues in their life and everything. So that's, that's what's up. I mean, that... I, I'm not a private person, so I wouldn't have a problem sharing my shit. But I, I this with you being a private person, I'm like, yo, that had to be a massive uh taking to, to do. Cause like I say, I ain't got no problem. You know, I mean, sometimes you're rather just sit there and be like, yo, bro, just you know, let, let them be great. Just just go. But yeah, like from those those reviews alone, you know, wow, it seemed like you you really touched a lot of people with your book and everything. I, how does that make you feel? So I feel, I, I'm going to be honest with you. The most rewarding, the entire journey, it was like a, it was like a, a roller coaster ride. It was exciting. I was nervous. And Professor Custer, he would, he would um, uh, refer to it as nervited. So nervous, mm -hmm. excited. And that's how it was up and down. It was a roller coaster right through the entire journey. Mm -hmm. So the most rewarding part to me was to actually once I published, 
people that actually read that book and gave me their feedback. That was what was like, I just, I got so, ex I got so overwhelmed because I'll share even maybe like a month leading up to publishing. I told my mother, I was like, mom, I was like, it's no big deal. Like I'm writing, I wrote a book. It's no big deal. Mm -hmm. And my mother had to remind me, she said, no, it is a big deal. And I was like, you know what? You're right. It is. It is a big deal because I didn't have to, I could have started and stopped because how many times do we hear people that say they started and stopped writing? They've been writing for years and they never finished, you know? So I, I said, okay, you know what? But yes. But the most rewarding to me was when I started getting feedback, when people, when, when reviews showed up and I didn't even know they were going to show up, that was like, it would give me goosebumps and I was, I would be so excited and I would actually go and share them out to social media just to, and, and also personally thank the individual for, you know, um, dropping that review. Wow. Man. So the interesting part about you saying that, right? Because now for me, very similar situation. When I wrote my book, my intent wasn't to write a book. I didn't like, that wasn't just the purpose for it. Like, it was like, yeah, I'm, I'm writing a book and putting it out there. That's a part of the journey. That is not the journey, right? Similar to when you said like, it's about helping people. So the book is done and you're just like, all right, book is done. I did this part. The, the pizzazz that people, I guess, think you feel, you really don't feel until you're reading reviews or when people talk about how you helped them. And you're like, wait, oh, wait, it hit? Oh, it, it'll hit you. Oh, okay, okay. Right. Oh, oh, I'll right. make you a better person. Right. Me? Exactly. <laughs> right. Yep, yep. And, you know, and, and it's that uh, the impact, you know, because I always say my motto is, is I love to encourage, inspire, and empower people. So to get that feedback, it's like, my job is done. You know, at least even if it was just one person, my job is done. You know, the mission that God sent me on, I, I, I met the assignment. Now I wanted to ask this before we go and everything like how important is the message of self-empowerment and mental health to you that you had to put your personal experiences in the book? Cause you know, and among our community, you know, mental health, they're just now starting to talk about it and people are now starting to address it and you addressed it in your book and people are receptive to it and everything. Like, like, was that really important for you to have that in the book? Absolutely. And I'm glad you asked that question because the reason that it was very important to me is because kind of on the lines of what you just said, you know, I I'm 49 years old. I'll be 50 this year. Right. So growing up and in, in our community, we, we don't, that was like a bad word, mental health. You know, that was a bad word, right? Unfortunately. And like you said, just now recently because of the pandemic, you know, it's, it's more, it's more talked about. It's still, there's still a stigma around it, but I think the more we put out things like this, we talk about it, my book, you know, that those toolkits, you know, I think the more people will receive it and we mm -hmm. take out that negative connotation because it has, when you say mental health, that negative connotation that we had growing up, we take that away and we stop looking at it as negative and we look at it as positive because mental health it just simply means that you're taking care of your physical, your 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 mental and your psychological well-being, right? So right. that's what you're doing. So and and to be able to take care of it yourself, you know, be self-empowered to be able to find tools, learn, grow, you know, and through these experiences to help you get better, you know, because you may have had a trauma, 
you know, trauma, trauma will do this to you. You know, it's, 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 it's an emotional thing. Trauma is anything that caused you pain, right? So in turn, that pain caused you to feel a little anxiety, a little emotional sometimes when you wouldn't normally feel that way, right? So right. like I said, if we look at it as a positive and, and, and it's a mindset thing, we have to train the brain to rethink how we talk about it. And the more we do it that way, it doesn't come off as a negative connotation. And I think, um, and, and, and isn't it like, wouldn't it be so cool to be able to help yourself? Like if, and if you can't do it from the toolkit that I offer, because everything's not one size fit all. So right. if it's not, if it doesn't work, at least you tried it, you may need to seek counseling because I did. And that's something I had to share. I wasn't comfortable talking about it before. I kept it a secret. My mother didn't even know. Okay. Um, but eventually, and the reason I sought counseling was because I just needed a third party person to talk to me about what was happening to me right when it was happening. When that, before that job fired me, I knew something was happening. So it was causing me to be anxious and I couldn't talk about it to anyone because I was embarrassed, but I didn't do anything wrong. Right. I didn't do anything right. wrong, but this is what trauma will do to you. So I was just embarrassed about it. You know, I don't want to talk about it. So I went to talk to someone that didn't know me. And that's all I did. I talked to that person because they didn't. And to be honest in this, I share this in the book as well, that that individual, that counselor really wasn't good for me because that's important too. When you do seek a counselor that you seek someone that can relate to you as an individual, you know, your culture, whatever, you need to make sure that when you do that, but what he did serve as as a listening person. That's all I needed. I didn't need anyone to tell me, oh, don't jump off the ledge because that wasn't about to happen. It's right. just, I needed someone to hear me, hear me and hear me talk about what I felt was happening to me. And I'll share this as that, with that part. When I received that letter, because that's all I received was a letter from that corporation firing me. I had an appointment with the counselor like two days later I took that letter in and I placed it on his desk and let him read it because I was like, I told you, I knew something was happening. And guess what? I never went back a day since because why I did not say that I wouldn't ever go because I would, if I need to, but I didn't need to at that because that I was satisfied with now the pressure, the weight was lifted off of me. So right. that's why I say it's very important to care for yourself. If you are feeling some way, because only, you know, how you feel, only you know your emotions. Can't no one tell you otherwise. You don't allow people to say, oh, no, you're just tripping. Oh, you need to calm down. No, don't accept that. When those people come in your space and speaking like that, you remove them. You set your own boundaries. And because that's a part of the problem. That's a part of why we don't want to go to a counselor because of that connotation, that stigma, that people. And a, a lot of times people can't handle your stuff, right? So they will push you off, you know, and say that because they can't handle it. So right. they'll say, oh, you're just tripping. They don't know how to help you. They don't really mean any harm, but they're doing more harm, but they don't mean it, right? right. Because they can't handle your heaviness. So I say, and, and the end of your question, that's why, and I say, you see, I got very passionate about that, right? Oh, I yeah, got very yeah. passionate about that. <laughs> and that mental health, because it's very important. And that's how you take care of you. That's how I fixed me. That's how I came up out of that space that I was in for that temporary time. You know, I got up out of it. And now, like I said today, I can talk about it. Before, I couldn't talk about it. Today, I can talk about it. And it's because I took care of me.
got to. You got to. And, and I'm glad that people like yourself and, you know, even Jarrell with, you know, his book of poetry takes you down a lane that you may not have visualized. Cause like being friends to both of you, I wouldn't imagine any of the circumstances that you shared through your, you know, your writing was something that you were going through. You know, you guys, you know, hit it well, but when you come across, you know, your book and, you know, Jarrell's book of poetry and stuff like that, it's just, it's comforting to know that you're not the only one going through something and somebody out there understands you and everything. And I thought yes. that was, that, that, that was very, very important. And, uh, you know, I salute you guys for, you know, bearing your souls pretty much bearing your souls on some pages for an absolute stranger to find their way through and everything. So Listen, that's, that's if, if it. the world make you a, ha a handsome slave, you know, you, you'll be a gorgeous slave working hard. They don't even know what Listen, you look so good for this. Yeah. I'm a handsome slave. Busting my behind. Right. I don't know. Right. They can't tell. Right. 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 And, 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 and Tucker, I love what you just said about, you know, people, um, like letting them know they're not alone. And that's something I share in my story as well. You're not alone. There is hope. And that's, that's what I want them to see because my story shows what I went through and what I'm going through, but look at me, there is hope, right? And it's all in how we, um, how we process it because in the NIL will always say there is purpose in your pain. You just have to be willing to put in the work and find your purpose. Okay, so what can we expect from you next, Melissa? I mean, I know the book just dropped, so you still, you know, got some work to put in with that, and we need more hands to get, you know, hands to grab onto that book and, and everything like that. But uh, what's uh, what's next for you? Do you see another book in the works or maybe, you know, uh, a career change, a life coach, counseling, therapist yourself? Yeah, so, you know, it's funny, Tucker, because um, <laughs> right now, like like you said, the book just published. My, my, my mission was to, you know, complete, fulfill the assignment, which I did. I fulfilled the assignment. I wasn't looking to get rich off of writing a book because that's not what the assignment was. The assignment was to write the book and help people, right? Mm -hmm. So that's why I chose the lowest price points for my ebook and my paperback book. Um, on purpose. It was very intentional because it wasn't to get rich. Um, it was to help people. And when I say help people, I'm talking about the men as well. Um, because a lot of times we forget the men. We, we think men don't need um, self-help and they do. Um, no, so, we need it. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And we, but we tend to forget. And so my book will help both audience, the adult men and woman, right? right. So Going for me next, I mean, I've been doing some interviews, you know, this is my first podcast. I had a, a, a prior interview as well um, with um, Power Up for Success um, with Dr. Marcy Bryant and just continuing to, you know, just wait it out and see where God leads me because I do have to see where he leads me, right? Because I can have all kinds of thoughts, just like I worked for that corporation for 19 years. I thought that was, I thought that was it, right? right. And it, it wasn't. So I have to listen to see where God sends me and what his purpose is for me next in my life. I have dabbled a little bit, you know, I 
I hear a lot of times that I, you know, about life coaching. That is something that I wanted to do when I was working at the corporation, but I never pursued it because I was busy, you know, giving to the job, right? Mm -hmm. And not taking care of me. So um, I, I, I'll leave it with, I'm just, you know, right now, just waiting to see where God leads me. Wherever he leads me at, that's where I will be. That's what's up. That's what's up. Now, you may not know this, but what we do at the end of every podcast, uh, we definitely ask you to share your information where they can find, you know, for you, your book and how they can reach you on social media and everything. But what we do, we have Jarrell close out the show with a, you know, freestyle poem. But we need you to give him a word for that poem. It could be something that we talked about here. It could be something that you could just pull from the sky. But I just need you, after you um, sh share your information on how we can find you on social media and your website and everything like that, because the, the viewers of the video will see that information on the screen, the ticket at the bottom. I need the people that are going to hear the podcast to know how to find you and everything like that. So tell us how to find you. Tell us where your book's at. And then give Jarrell a word so he can go hard. Okay. So first, you can find me on all the social media platforms. That's Facebook. That's um, Melissa Carr. And that's where you will find me on Facebook. Um, Instagram is M Melissa Carr as well. And LinkedIn. So I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. A lot of the updates, um, you can continue to follow me along on Facebook because that is my main platform. And again, that's under Melissa Carr. And um, Beyond Inspiration, you can find me when you search my name. If you see that Beyond Inf Inspiration, that is me, okay? Yeah. Uh, my book, uh, my ebook is um, on Amazon, and also my paperback book is on Amazon. So you can, and, and anywhere that you will be able to purchase um, books. So Amazon, Bars and Nobles, any of those locations. Mm -hmm. um, now, I want to ask you a question. Um, Oh, and Melissa, let me just make sure. Melissa is spelled M-E-L-I-S-S-A, and then last name Carr, C-A-L-R-R, -R, okay? Mm -hmm. um, when you look, search me on Amazon, you can search me under Melissa L. Carr, spelled the same way, Melissa L. Carr, or my book title, Transforming Trauma, How You Can Turn Your Pain Into Power. Mm -hmm. Now, I have a question, Tucker, before I give Jarrell his assignment. Sure. Is it just one word, or can I have a little hey, three Jarrell, words? Jarrell, hey, you hey. the one guy spit it. You, you, you let her know. That, I have no limitations. <laughs> okay. 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 So what I was thinking, I was getting very creative, and I was thinking since my book title is Transforming Trauma, How You Can Turn Your Pain Into Power, how about we find something helping the audience um, understand that they can turn their pain into power. Oh, he got okay. that. He got that. Jesus, <laughs> you ready for I, that? I man? am. Done. I am. All right. Uh, Boarding DE podcast. Once again, welcome, Melissa Carr. Uh, phenomenal uh, guest and interview. My man Tuck. Shouts out to BoardingDE.com and DXDE.net. Check it out, Day by Day, Volume 1. That's the book for me. Um, now, Melissa Carr did a great interview, and the word that she, or the phrase that she gave us was, you know, transforming pain into trauma, because that's her book. So, that's what I'm going to go with, uh, with another freestyle, or should I say improv. 
uh, poem, spoken word situation. So, <laughs> like I always laugh at you when I say this now, but now I'm, so I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm thinking they told me that energy never dies. Well, surprise, surprise, it's always with you. Most that you can do is act like you don't see what's within you. But why deny what the mirror shows you? Because you were told to? Because they said that that pain, uh, you just tripping, you going insane. They use that craziness to try to save and take your bliss. I get it. You don't want me to be fixed. A lot of times, to be real, a lot of folks don't want you to heal. They don't know that your heart is sitting on ice, but they tell you to chill. They don't understand what you're walking through. They don't realize that in your brain, you got left versus right. And that's all you're talking to. <laughs> Fine. Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm getting lost in this nonsense. Maybe it's my past. Maybe I have that guilty conscience. Maybe I think that I've, you know, moved past it, but I really never looked at it. So how can I? How can I move forward in this same journey? How can I act like all those things that hurt me don't concern me? It's real easy to ignore it because we are afraid of our own flaws. It's real easy to act like, nah, nah, there's no cause to pause. I don't need to stop. Life won't make me slow down and you're lying to yourself right now. See, the only way to transform that trauma huh, is to make sure that you acknowledge it and understand it and take the lessons from it. Otherwise, you'll be up all night stuck in that insomnia. Figuring out why me? Mad at the whole world and not understanding how you can take those steps. And sometimes you have to step softly. Sometimes you have to step calmly. Sometimes you have to listen to yourself. You have to in inhale all the faith you can. Make sure that you're as patient as can be because, sorry, there aren't that many quick lessons. I'm just trying to give you this. This isn't even a quick confession. This is just me telling you one quick message in order to transfer that pain into something you can grow from is to understand yourself, to communicate with yourself and to know that your mental health has to come first. If not only to you, well, you have to be that someone. Ooh, okay, boy. Okay, you nailed it. You nailed it. You understood that assignment. Claire did pour me something to drink. You know, Claire did pour me something. I throw the pinky out for you on that one, bro. That was a good job. Good job, man. Good job. Hey, wait, let me let me grab a drink of water. Let me grab a sip of water over here. Well, this ain't water. This is just this is dark and Kool Aid. Dark Kool Aid. But now. Real, 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 real shit, Jamal. That was dope, man. That was dope. Melissa, I, can, I can't thank you again for taking time out your schedule to sit down with us here at Borden D. We appreciate you. We love you. Uh, what you're doing with the book is is great work. And, and like you said, you're doing God's bidding. And, you know, those of us will follow through and, and, and hopefully more and more people uh, grab onto your book and get something from it, you know, and just realize you're not alone. You know, we, we all go through something. We may not wear it, but we all have gone through something and are possibly still going through something. So it's good to, to lean on and for, you know, my, my, my brothers and sisters, it's nothing wrong with seeking counsel therapy, you know, talking to somebody, it's nothing wrong with that. You know, I, I had to do it myself and, I, you know, definitely being a child of the 70s, we were taught that men shouldn't be weak. Men shouldn't have to, you know, broadcast problems or, or, or discuss problems with other people. 
you know, outside the household, but, you know, therapy does help. And sometimes all you need is just that un... What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Unbiased. Unbiased ear. Yes. Yeah, see, I, see, I should have put that drink down. That's what that was, you know. Have my thoughts <laughs> be a little blurry and everything. But yes, that unbiased ear can mean a lot. So with Absolutely. that, folks, I want to say thank you for tuning in. Uh, this is Tuck. We got my man Jarrell, and we got the beautiful Melissa Carr. And if you haven't already, definitely check us out at Borden DE. Uh, the website is www.bordende.com. Uh, social media, everything is Borden DE. And definitely, you know, visit, you know, uh, Melissa Carr, author. Um, we had that scrolling at the bottom so you can get information about her book. And we also got daybyday.net. That's what's up. Well, everybody, we're going to go ahead and wrap things up. Thank you for tuning in. From me, Jarrell, and our beautiful guest, Melissa, peace. Thank you for having me. The Board and D Podcast is brought to you by Lindsay Epps Media, LLC.